The following program is listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne inviting you to join us as we open the Scripture together and consider His Word. Welcome to Consider His Word. Today we're going to be in Psalm 19 one more time. I believe this will be the last message in this series. If you'd like to hear all of these messages, you can hear them all at the website at considerhisword.org. All of the messages will be there. I believe this is a three-part series, and so you can go back and hear all of them at the website. Now, at the website, there are a number of other things. You'll find our book listed there where you can purchase the book if you're be interested in that. There's a link where you can contact us, and we'd love to hear from you. If you'd write to us, send us an address, tell us where you're hearing the broadcast today, and we'll send you one of our little prayer journals. Now, we send out many of these every week, and we'd love to get one to you as well. Now, this is just a small little notebook. It will easily fit into a shirt pocket, fits into a Bible case, or even into a purse. It's not that big, and it can be a great tool for you to use to pray. And I take mine with my with me to church and take it particularly on Wednesday night when they're giving out prayer requests and I'll write them down in my little book. And in my prayer journal, I also have a list of missionaries that I pray for. I have a list of several preacher friends that I pray for and certainly my family. And so you can set the book up however you want, but I'd love to get one to you. They're such great little notebooks for remembering to prayer. And then, you know, you can go back and see how God has answered prayer in the past as well. And so you can get these simply by writing to us through the website. Again, considerhisword.org. You can email me directly at considerhiswordradio at gmail.com. Considerhiswordradio at gmail.com. Interestingly enough, most of the requests we get come through the regular mail, and that's fine. I just find it interesting in this day of all the technology we have that we get so many requests through the mail. And I love that. I love hearing from our listeners. I love hearing where the program is uh, is being heard. It's broadcast all over the country. And we love hearing from you. And so write to us. Pray for us when you write to us. Let me give you the address. Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, Three three four four zero. Give it to you again. Consider His Word Ministries, three zero two nine zero, Josie Billy Highway, Box Forty, in Clewiston, Florida three three four four zero. We look forward to hearing from you. Psalm nineteen. I want to begin reading at verse seven, down through the end of the chapter. Actually, through the end of the psalm should say it right. Uh, Psalm 19, verse 7, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. 
The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou from me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. In this psalm, in the first seven verses, God reveals himself, shows how he has revealed himself in creation. It begins with the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. But in these verses, we see how God has revealed himself in his word and how important the word of God is to us. Now, we've looked at several things already. We went back and looked at how the word of God is perfect in verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect. And how the word is word of God is powerful, converting the soul. How the word of God is precise. How it is sure, the, the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Then we talked about how the word of God is pleasing. How it rejoices the heart. Today, we want to look at a couple of more. We see here, again, that the Word of God is pure. We see it here in the Scripture, down in, uh, uh, starting in verse 9, uh, the fear of the Lord is clean and enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. By it being pure, I mean that it is clean, that it is clear, that it is without error, that it is without fault that when you look at it, that you can trust it, that it is perfect in that sense. And I, I know many people will read it, and they will try to find places where they say there are discrepancies or where there are conflicting scriptures. But you know, when they find those, it's because they don't understand exactly what the scripture is saying. That there are contradictions, apparent contradictions. But if you really get into the word of God, you'll find out that those are not contradictions at all. Many times they're talking about completely and totally different things. People that look for those are just looking for some reason not to read the Bible. The Word of God is without error. The Bible says the Word of God is sure. It means that it's certain, that it's right on, that it is without, fair, uh, without error, that it is always true. You can depend on the Word of God. You can trust the Word of God. The Bible does not lie to you. Think about this. How is it that the Bible has lasted all of these years? Nearly 2,000 years we've had the Scripture. What other book can you say about that? And, and I, I know there's other books out there that are old books, but none have has outsold other books like the Bible. None are as in so many homes as the Bible. It's because the Bible, in its truth, is enduring. You see, you can't destroy the truth. <laughs> now, I, I know this sounds weird, but the, the truth is true. <laughs> it, it, it's perfect. It's clear. It's certain. 
You can stand on the Word of God. You can trust the Word of God. You can bank on the Word of God. And God's Word will come true every time. God's Word will be true. The promises of the Word of God are true. You can trust Him. You can trust what God says. It is certain. The testimony of the Lord is sure. Now, there's something else I want you to see today. I want to spend a little bit more time on this, especially. When we get down toward the end of Psalm 19, it begins to give us some warnings. I want to say it this way. The word of God is preventative. Looking in verse 11, Moreover, by them is thy servant warned. The word of God will warn you. And in keeping of them, there is great reward. Who can stand? Understand his errors. <laughs> it's kind of an interesting question because there is no error. We cannot understand his errors because they don't exist. And he says, cleanse thou me from secret faults. The word of God is preventative. Have you ever heard the saying that the word of God would keep you from sin or sin will keep you from the word? The word of God is full of warnings. Warnings about sin. Warnings about persecutions, warnings about hard times, warnings about all kinds of things, warnings about alcohol, warnings about deceit, certainly warnings about the devil himself, warnings about sin and giving in to lust, warnings about Satan himself. First Peter 5.8 says, be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. And the Bible tells us how to deal with Satan. You realize that in the scripture, there is nowhere in the Bible that tells you to run from the devil or to escape from the devil. You know why? You've already had victory over him. If you know Christ is your Savior, the victory is won. Thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. That battle is over. Now, I know so many think that they battle Satan and they battle to do right. And, they, and you know, you don't have to fight that battle. Jesus won that battle on the cross. You just turn to Satan and say, you get out of my sight. You draw near to God. The Bible says that if we resist the devil, that he'll run from you. He'll flee from you. You need to stand up to him. The Bible gives us those warnings and how to, how to deal with him. The Bible gives us many warnings about salvation. In Luke 13, 5, Jesus said, I tell you nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Except ye repent. Second Corinthians 6, 2, For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation I have circled thee now. Is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The Bible gives us so many warnings about salvation and how that we need to trust Christ and come to Him. Romans 10 9 and 10 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. With the mouth, confession is made into salvation. With the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. You know, in John chapter 3, uh, so many people learn John 3.16, and that's a great verse, and I'm glad that you learned it. But there is also a warning in John chapter 3. Have you seen it? It's the last verse of the chapter. 
when Jesus was talking to Nicodemus and told him he must be born again, and it comes through faith by trusting Christ, that's where John 3.16 came in. But listen to John 3.36. He that believeth on the Son has everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. So today, either you know Christ and you're trusting him and you have eternal life. I'm afraid to tell you, and it's a warning from Scripture, that if you've never trusted Christ, the wrath of God is going to come down upon you. You'll be separated from God in a sinner's hell. Now, God tells you so many times and warns us so many times. It is preventative, and then it gives us so many warnings. There's one more thing at the end of that passage of Scripture that I think is important, that I think uh, is important for you to know. He says, keep back thy servant. It's a prayer. Keep back thy servant from presumptuous sins, sins that I'm likely to get into. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. What is the great transgression? I believe that was Adam's sin in the garden. And the Bible says that when Adam sinned, death passed upon all men, so that all have sinned. And now God warns you to repent of your sin, trust Christ as your Savior, so that you can have eternal life and escape the judgment of God and the wrath of God. God's Word is so powerful and so rich. Thank you for listening. Our time is gone. God bless you. Consider his word. Thanks for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at considerhisword.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, Till next time, God bless you as you consider His Word. The preceding program was listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries.